Hey, welcome back to the Culture Maker Podcast, the podcast that's all about helping men create healthy cultures in their homes. It's great to have you with me. If you haven't met me before, my name is Mike Edwards, and today's podcast is called Serendipitous Sex. It's a rather um, unusual title, but serendipitous is a word that means that something good that happens by chance when when all the stars align and uh, today's podcast is actually part of a new book that I'm writing called Man to Man and the subtitle for Man to Man is What She Doesn't Get and Why It's So Frustrating and today's podcast is all about sex so let's get into it. So serendipitous sex is that rare and fortunate moment that all the stars align. Uh, we've all heard a woman joke about themselves, saying that you know it's, it's like sex is like waiting for all the stars to align. Now, whilst not every woman can relate, generally speaking, everything has to be right for a woman to feel sexual. You know, the kids have to be in bed, the cat out, the dog put away, uh, the door has to be shut, and there can't be any visitors coming around. For a woman to feel sexual, everything has to feel right for her at home. Things have to feel good for her, and that's not just about the doors being shut and the cat being out and the kids being asleep. And um, It's about how um, happy she is with you and with life and with the kids, generally speaking, for a woman to feel sexual, everything has to be right. Now, this is in great contrast for a man where everything is made right when we have sex. See, what our partners don't get, and what's so frustrating, is that when we're stressed, when things are wrong, when life is hard, mentally and physically, that's when we need sex. The stress, the anxiety, the struggles of life cause us to need a physical release. And when we have sex, everything is made right. The stress goes away, it all feels better. Now, there are some men who don't feel this way, just as there are so, some women who don't need quite so many stars to align. And sometimes the roles can even be reversed. But in general, most women need an emotional release, someone to talk to, a sense of being heard and understood. And just as women feel this, just as, just as they feel this emotional release as a need, men feel sex as a need. They feel this physical release as an actual need. But there's a massive problem with this, and this is part of why it's so frustrating. Because one of those needs is seen to be right, and the other is definitely wrong. You see, her need, communication and connection, it's just good, that's good, it's healthy, it's, it is, it's good and it's healthy, and it's, it's a socially acceptable thing to expect. But sex, on the other hand, well, that's just a bonus in life, something you shouldn't expect. To expect it is to be demanding, to want it is to be controlling, and to need it is just to be an unevolved, dirty, weaker human being who needs to learn self-control. And perhaps we do. Uh, perhaps we haven't evolved. And perhaps men are the weaker sex. But that's why she doesn't get it. And it's why it's so frustrating. So just think about it, guys. How often would you like sex? Now, how often would she like sex? 
And how often do the stars align at your place? And how frustrated are you about this? Now, see, part of the problem is, is in some homes, sex is weaponized. And this is typically in homes where things are looking pretty unhealthy. Sex is withheld um, and um, for months. Uh, and sometimes it's withheld without woman even realizing its importance. Sometimes it's on purpose, and sometimes it's, its importance isn't really recognized. And it's a problem. See, just as listening and, and, and hearing and understanding her as a gift that makes her feel better about life, so it is for men. When we get sex, it's a gift. But also, the problem is to treat these respective needs as a gift is a problem because they're much too important to be treated as something that we can give or not. Communication and sex, they're actually the magnetism that keeps two opposites together. When the initial magic fades, what's left for us to do is to love each other in a way that keeps us together. Weaponizing the magnetism and treating our respective needs as a gift is tremendously dangerous and can ultimately drive couples apart. We haven't had sex in months, he says. I feel no connection with him anymore, says her. These complaints are common among the frustrated and couples on the verge of separation. And it's often way more complicated than that. Mums with young children can be fully tapped out. I mean, fully tapped out, well beyond, um, well beyond what they naturally would want to cope with, emotionally and physically. And there can be times when the busyness and struggles of life just can be con- completely consuming. But there can also be so much stress caused by us without us even realizing it. So if sex is a is a gift that's been withheld at your place, it's actually a clue to look at what's going on in her life, including the way that you are engaging with her. Now, it might be that she feels at war with you, you know, that there's a sense that uh, you need to work on some stuff. Um, but it could also um, just be a clue that she's a good-willed woman and, and she's struggling with, she's just struggling with life. But the question is, are we commun- uh, weaponizing communication? You know, is there a sense that she's feeling we're weaponizing our communication with her? And I, the thing is, I don't think any man on any kind of spectrum thinks like that. I don't think we're smart enough to intentionally not communicate with our partners. It's just what we do when we feel frustrated. We, we, we withdraw. But even when we do think we're communicating well, we're not. And, man, I've, I've met so many men. I know for myself probably this applies at times as well. When we think we're communicating well, we're not. And I have um, talked to plenty of men who um, – have explained how they engage at home and they think they're nailing it. They just think they're winners, man, Um, and they're winning at this. But um, we just naturally struggle to see uh, our shortfalls when it comes to the way we communicate at home. And here's here's some examples, right? So when she shares her problems with you, we try to fix them. So rather than listening, rather than... um, because often women aren't needing to fix, have, have us come in and be the fixer. She's often wise enough um, to know what she needs to do. 
She just is looking for someone to listen, but we come in and try to fix. Or uh, when we get home, we make the kids the priority and not her. And, you know, she can be part of the problem here because couples today think that they need to make the kids the priority. And so, you know, you get home, it's all about the kids and the evening goes on and there's no connection. And then that happens the next night and the next night and months and weeks and months later, there's no connection. Um, and so I'm not laying the blame completely at your feet. That's something that that couples construct. That's that's a, a parenting strategy that couples construct together. But the point is, uh, we're not making her the priority. Or conversely, um, well, not conversely, but this is this also happens when uh, maybe the kids aren't the priority, but we come home and we zone out on our device. Right, we come home and we jump on the iPad or the, the the iPhone and we're scrolling, doing the death scroll, you know, through our apps, trying to relax. Or perhaps we've got our work computer home and we're pumping out the the work that we need to do, that we feel so driven and motivated to do, and we're not stopping to connect. Or we can come home and we can be harsh and critical and cynical to her and the kids, we can be this sort of, you know, we like to joke with our mates and we give them a hard time and we hassle them and we think um, that we can do that with our partners and that she's um, not, um, that it's going to sort of just fall off her, uh, be water off a duck's back, so to speak. Uh, and it's not um, because she works with our mates, but it doesn't work with our partners when we joke like that, when we're harsh like that, when we're critical and cynical. It makes things not feel good for her, right? Or we can come home and we can be controlling when things don't go our way. And in part, um, these can be a reaction to how we're feeling. But for her to feel more sexual, she needs to feel more seen. She needs to feel more seen and heard and understood by us. And so the question is, how many of the negative ways that you are turning up are a response are sorry, a response, yeah, to the to the negative ways she is turning up? Um, to what extent is the way that you're turning up simply a response to the to the busyness and the stress of your own life? And are there ways that you are turning up that you know that you're turning up today that you need to work on? As we're talking about this stuff, you'll be thinking, yeah, I could probably do that better. If I was to give a definition of leadership, you know, if, okay, if you were to go to a dictionary, um, I haven't actually Googled this recently, but if you were to go to, if you Google leadership definition, it would come up something um, with something about influence. It would talk about influence and it would talk about the ability to influence others and have others um, follow because they, they are happily influenced by you. But I would redefine it a little bit and I would say that um, my definition, Mike's definition of leadership is he who makes the first move. And if I could argue my case on that, I would say that it's the purest definition of a leader, that a leader is actually making the first move because then they are leading. They are in essence leading. And so everything um, I write when I, when I talk to men, um, I want to uncover the things we struggle with, but I don't want to keep us as a victim. And so that's why I'm constantly trying to find um, strategies and way forwards that get us moving. 
After all, this someone in your home has to make the first move. You can see that all these things, they're, they're sort of like uh, circles, you know. Um, she's, not can, um, she's not feeling connected. Two, she's not feeling heard and understood, so there's no sex. And we're not f- um, having sex, so we're frustrated and we're not connecting. And so there's a circle. So someone has to make the first move. And I tell you what, the leader always does. So yeah, are you a leader? Are you a leader? If I was to ask you today, do you think of yourself as a leader? Now, I know there's a heck of a lot of you men out there that would say, no, I'm not. You know, you're, when you go to work, you may be not in a leadership position. Um, and maybe you just don't have that confidence in yourself. You don't think of yourself that way. And and that can be a, a really humble position to take. I get it. But I would say this. If you're a dad, you are responsible for another human being, and that makes you a leader. But if you're not a dad, let's just say you are a, um, you know, a couple. Um, and I would say that at home, if, if you're not prepared to make the first move, then perhaps you're right. Perhaps you're not a leader. Or perhaps you're just a victim who needs to pick himself up off the floor, stop moping, and start leading. Now, I think part of the challenge, actually, for most of us is we don't know how to do this. We don't, what do we do? Okay, I can make the first move, but what the heck do I do? And part of it is we have to learn the art of negotiation. I think part of maturing as a man in a relationship with a woman is learning the art of negotiation, you know, um, and it's not like a verbal negotiation for sex. We can't, de- we certainly can't demand sex, and it's not like you do this and I'll do that sort of thing. Um, but we have to sort of learn this art of negotiating, meeting her need um, by learning, you're learning to meet her needs so that she can learn to meet ours. And um, so, if you, whether you like it or not, we have to learn how to connect with her better. We have to learn um, to meet her need for emotional release and and understand that this is part of um, part of going part of the way so that our need can be met as well. And when we do this, when we actually get better and better at this, then things start to feel better and better in our homes. And um, there's a word for it. It's called attunement. We have to become attuned. And I'm making. I'm trying to make it sound like well, feminine now. Attuned. It's not a. It's not a word we understand. It's not a, a thing most guys get. And to be honest, um, we just most of us are completely useless at it. Um, and in reality, a woman's need for attunement isn't often going to be fully met by a man. Um, that, Gosh, that, that's a you know potentially a, a harsh thing to say, but you know often women are going to find um, her need for attunement not just from you, but from who who other circles or who other relationships around her. Um, but it, it's it's and and listen, men are on a spectrum, so some men are great at attunement, but most of us it just doesn't come naturally. And what attunement is, it's to be in tune 
with her emotions. If you can think of it a bit like a car being tuned or us being attuned to our um, our, our engine of our car being out of tune, we, we just hear it right away. We can start the car and we go, what the heck? There's something wrong with that. It's just, it's just like, for, for a lot of us, it's just like that, right? I'm flicking my fingers. Can you hear it? Yeah. We just get it. Um, but for most of us men, we aren't even in tune with our own emotions. There's just no way on earth um, there's any hope of us being in tune with hers. Um, and as I said, men are on a spectrum like this, on this, and some of us are better at it than others, and some of us have learnt to try to pick up on what she's putting down. And it's funny because um, I know, you know, women are trying to put, they're trying to lay down how we're feeling. If, if she's trying to um, often um, let us know that she's not happy, and, and a lot of us, we just don't pick it up. We don't hear it. We don't see it. We can be completely oblivious to it. But man, we can't make excuses and we can't not try because you need to understand this is a need for her. Just like we feel our need uh, for sex as, as, a, as a need, her need for this attunement, for this emotional connection, this is a felt need for her. And what I'm saying to you men um, is that we need to learn to make the first move. And so we have to teach ourselves empathy. We have to learn to listen. We have to, to um, give some, some care to learning how to care. Um, because the opposites do attract, right? When we first got together, opposites attracted. And we are, most of us, if you think of your partners, you know the opposites. You are opposites, right? And, and opposites attract until the magnetism fades. And unless a man has learned to connect well with his partner, to to learn to start to learn attunement to start to learn some empathy and then opposites will no longer attract opposites will become what they naturally are which is opposites enemies set apart different and we us and our woman become difficult <laughs> to live with and so we need to learn to start to to get some maturity in these areas and to learn attunement. And um, it's hard, and I'm guessing for most men listening, it sounds impossible, right? We, we just don't know what to do next. Um, and so part of this is is we just don't know how to do it. We, we need a good idea. We need something. We need a simple strategy that we can do that doesn't look too much like leadership. It can't look like we're doing something that is... is intentionally uh, something like a strategy you know um it's it's also sometimes it can be it needs to be something we can do and also preserve our pride um because we can be feeling quite hurt some of you men listening to this and going man i'm really on the edge uh, this relationship is i'm not sure it's going to survive um something has to happen and i i I don't know how to do this in a way without completely sucking up my pride, and you might not be prepared to do that. And some of you men, you don't have clever words, and you're not very emotionally connected with yourself or with her, and and you don't want to do anything without having to become smarter or better or, or changing who you are. So at, at best, we need a strategy we can implement without losing our pride, and at, at worst, we just need a, a way to lead 
a simple way to lead when, when everything feels broken. And so I do have a simple strategy for you guys. Right? I do have something that's going to help you um, be attuned. I have something that is going to help you make the first move. And it's something you can do daily and it's something that doesn't even involve any talking, really. Um, and it doesn't involve any psychological retraining to make you a better man, a, a more sensitive new age man that you're not. It's a simple strategy that, that does all the heavy lifting without it feeling like hard work. But um, you have to read my book to get that strategy, right? So I want to encourage you, man, listen, that sounds that sounds like a bit of a lead up, a bit of a you know, a sales pitch for a book, um, and I'm not actually making any money off this book. So this is not something I want to do for my own self-gain. What I'm trying to do is I know that um, you're going to, you're probably out walking or running um, or uh, I don't know what you're doing um, at the moment. Hopefully it's something healthy and constructive. You might be driving. Um, but once this this podcast is finished, you're probably going to move on and forget it. And that's just life, right? Um, so what I want to encourage you to do is head to my website, head to culturemaker.org and down, uh, it's actually not actually even launched yet, man to man. Wow. Man to man, right? Why she's so frustrated. So what she doesn't get and why she's so frustrated. Um, it's not uh, launched yet, um, but you can go to my website and you can put in your email address so that once um, I've completed it, um, and once I've published it, you can get the free download. And that's something you can download and uh, use as a tool to help you make the first move, to help you lead better at home, to help you um, navigate these frustrations in a way that's healthy for you and for her. Uh, as I said, the book is free. I'm not trying to make any money. Um, I'm just trying to help you nail this thing better at home. And for some of you, you are genuinely frustrated. For some of you, this is sort of just a residual frustration that you've learned to live with. You've managed to get into a routine that's okay. Um, and for some of you, it's not. You're just in a, in a hard place. And man to man, what she doesn't get and why it's so frustrating has been written for us, for, for all of us who, that are on that that. Um, that spectrum and uh, in the book you can there's topics that are covering the biggest frustrations that us men have and um, there's places to make notes there's places to actually sort of use it as a personal journal and even as a group study so it's even something that you can go with or go through with other guys so listen um, I want to encourage you to head to my website sign up for man to man what she doesn't get and why it's so frustrating. And I promise you it'll be there's some really simple strategies in there that will help you, um, yeah, they'll help you just en enjoy life a bit more at home and help you live a life of less frustration at home. The other thing I just want to quickly mention is the other day I launched a uh, devotional for men on the Version Bible app for those of you that um, have... Um, that read the Bible, and I don't know how many of you, I'm guessing it's like 50% of my audience are uh, people that would be calling themselves people of faith that would be looking to read the Bible as often as they can, and 50% of you are people that um, are just um, looking for 
advice and and sort of and help at home, and you you wanting to lead better at home, and um, either way, my devotional is um, something you can probably all engage with quite happily, and it's now available on new version. I'm really stoked with how it's going. It's literally been, uh, I think, it, the recording of this podcast. It's been like half a week. And I've already got 300 people uh, participating, subscribing, and doing that devotion every day. And that's that's exciting for me um, because I know it's called the Culture Maker. So that's, yeah, to give you the name, it's called um, Culture Maker, the devotional for dads. And it's something that is just going to help dads really think um, about the, the cultures they're creating in their homes and um, I encourage you to do that. So, yeah, that's for, for me today. I hope that's been helpful. Um, yes, yeah, so if I could just remind us of what we've talked about today. It would be that, hey, we need sex even when everything's not all right. In fact, when it's everything's not all right, that's when we need it more. That's number one. Number two, it's frustrating because he doesn't get it and that we can't talk about it. It's not something that's very PC to talk about. And number three, we withdraw when we're frustrated and when she just wants us actually to draw near. Uh, number four, uh, we're typically bad communicators. We really are. Um, and that in part causes the problem for us. But the fifth thing we've learned is if we want things to get better, we have to make the first move. And that actually can feel frustrating for us as well. But we need to make the choice to lead. And uh, there is a strategy that you can get. And I want you to head to culturemaker.org to access that. So, yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me again. We'll see you next time.